Whatever you focus on grows. Therefore, if you are wanting the best body and you're wanting to focus on the workouts and your health, well, you better prioritize time for it. Yo, yo, ambitious and fit friend. I hope you're having a great week so far. Y'all, I am so excited for us to be able to talk about the seven ways that you are holding yourself back and how to overcome these. Because I literally just had this conversation with one of my friends and then another client right afterwards. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to talk about this with my podcast besties as soon as possible because they are too good. Because we are constantly going through things. We're constantly holding ourselves back in certain ways. And sometimes we don't even think about it. They might even be subconscious or we are thinking about it and we need a little bit of a reality check. You know what I mean? So we're going to go ahead and dive into those today. Number one is that you are self-sabotaging yourself, you guys. And the reason why is because we are not setting clear enough goals. We're self-sabotaging because we're almost like, you know, going in this in this space, we're going through the motions. We don't have clarity associated with our actual goals. So the main thing is here is that when we're self-sabotaging ourselves, is it's almost like we are getting in our own way because we don't have the clarity or we don't have the direction to be able to take us from point A to go to point B. So main takeaway though, is that we absolutely non-negotiable have to set a clear intention with a timeline on our actual goals, the thing that we are going to accomplish. So really good takeaway here is that for, let's say, I mean, my program is 16 weeks. So I help my clients. I help driven women between the ages of 21 and 45, literally be able to get toned and leaned, while still having margaritas in 16 weeks. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where I help them get from that point A. So let's say that they're wanting to lose 15 pounds, for example, or 10 to 15 pounds. Then what we do is we literally set, okay, here's where we are right now. Here's where we want to be able to go four months from now. And here's how we're going to get there. Here's the actual clear goal. And then you set the systems in between. You guys know this. We've talked about it on the podcast numerous times. But if you don't have a clear plan, you don't have a clear direction and you don't have clear goals, guys, that's literally how we're self-sabotaging ourselves right there, right? And I've been there too. So I'm preaching to the choir. I fully understand that. But paired with self-sabotage, and not having clear enough goals is definitely being indecisive. So we have to take a step back for a moment and think to ourselves, have I actually decided that this is what I want? I know that I want to lose weight or I know that I want to get lean. I know I want to get toned and have the dream body and feel so good in my bikini for the summer. Like I want to feel, I want to feel confident. I want to feel like I have a healthy lifestyle. If anybody that happens to have, you know, kids or wants kids one day, you want to be a good legacy. You want to be the example, the role model for your family and the, you know, the picture of health. Because again, like we've talked about, what you do today is what translates to the next 80 years of your life, literally, right? And so the thing is, is that if you haven't decided though, if you're being indecisive and you haven't decided that this is the thing I'm going to accomplish and here's how bad I want it and here's why I'm doing it, 
I mean, you're self-sabotaging yourself with indecision right there. So the main takeaway for number one is that quit self-sabotaging yourself. We need to be clear about our, our goals and we need to decide, like fully commit all in that we are absolutely non-negotiable going to do the thing that we said that we are going to do. It's so powerful. The moment that you just commit to something and don't look back, it's the best feeling in the world. Okay, so that's number one. Just quit self-sabotaging yourself because that is 100% holding you back. Number two is procrastination. You guys, oh my gosh. How many of you think to yourselves, I mean, at least at some point in your life, maybe it's regarding your fitness journey, maybe it's towards something else, but it's always like, okay, I'll start tomorrow or I'll start on Monday. I love starting like at the beginning of a new week or, ooh, I'm going to start next month or next summer or next year. I mean, all those New Year's resolution folks, like all about the, you know, I'm going to kick it off in 2022 or, oh man, 2022 is just not my year. I'm going to start it in 22, 23, you know, or 2023, right? Wow. I got my years totally mixed up for that. But the main takeaway though, is that we can't put off tomorrow what we need to be doing today. If you put something off to tomorrow, it literally does turn into the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year. And all of a sudden, you're a year from now looking at yourself in the mirror or looking at your goal or where you're at in life and you're like, well, dang it. How did I not do it? Why didn't I just do that one thing? Why didn't I start? Because once you start, you've at least got the, you've, you've at least started the car. You've at least turned on the engine and, you know, put it in drive and started going, right? You, you don't, it's just that main thing is that you can't procrastinate. You, it's, you deserve what you want in life right now. And if you start right now, you're, you're, if you start right now, you're no longer holding yourself back. You're not just, you know, I just get so passionate about this because A, I used to be this person where I would just say like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it later. Same thing. It could be even as simple as the gym, right? So if you all of a sudden are like, I'm going to become a morning person. I'm going to work out in the mornings. And then all of a sudden you are the hitting the snooze button each morning. And then you're saying, oh, I'm going to work out at lunch. Okay. Well, then lunch comes around and you don't work out. Or you say, you know what? I'm going to go after work. Well, shoot. You are probably exhausted. And if you are the most incredible human that can go after work. I used to be that person and my husband is this person. I am not. But if you're even that person that can go after work or late at night after a long day, I mean, kudos to you. But like at the, but sometimes if you wait until the end of the day, then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm too tired. I'm going to go tomorrow. That's when that vicious cycle starts happening and you are literally getting in your own way and holding yourself back. It's all about setting a plan and sticking to what you say that you're going to do and not procrastinating, not putting it off because then it just builds and builds and builds. And I even talked to one of my clients the other day. She said, you know, I'm definitely going to need to go ahead and make sure I do my workouts in the morning because otherwise I'm just going to stress about it all day. And it's not, it's not that it's, I'm going to stress about it, but I guess it's more so like a cloud, just like hanging over like a, like a thunder cloud, you know what I mean? In the cartoons and might as well, like, just knock it out. Knock it out whenever at the best time that works best for you, for your lifestyle and what you enjoy, but just make sure that you do it. You know what I mean? So quit holding yourself back with that procrastination, honey, because that is not productive and we are productivity ninjas. Number three is you're holding yourself back because, wait for it, 
You're settling for good and you're not going for great. I'm going to say that again. So number three is you're settling for good and you're not going for great. So this is something that I personally had really been stuck in, especially about six months ago. And I was just really, I was happy with like, you know, my progress in my business, my progress in my fitness journey, my progress in my marriage and my, you know, I mean, it was good. I, I worked really hard to get to where I was at, right? So like at, at the time, like if you were to see me five, six years ago, like this, that would have been my great. That would have been the moment where I'm like, yes, I have it all. This is incredible and I love it. But then at that point, I was like, man, like I feel like I I know I can do better. This is good and I love my life and I and I love my body and I but I can do better. I can do better. I I need to go for great. I'm in my comfort zone. Like once you are in your journey, you you leave your comfort zone, all of a sudden you're like working hard and then you hit that new spot or you hit that income level or you hit that promotion at work or that new weight, for example, and then you just stall. You stall out and I 100% did that. And I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm holding myself back because I am not going for great. Same thing in my business. I was like, shoot, you know what? I, I know it's going well. My clients are having amazing transformations. I am feel, feeling so good at where I'm at, but I want to scale this dang thing. I want to scale the podcast. I want to scale my business. And I can't do that with the knowledge and the things that I have today. I need to stop doing what I'm doing because in order to get the change or to get the momentum, I have to learn something new. I have to re-get out of my comfort zone. Same thing with my fitness journey. I 100% took my own program, reshifted it all up because I want to, my lower body is the thing, is the last to go. Like it's, uh, it's the hardest for me to transform. And I said, screw it. I'm going for the absolute best body that I have ever achieved, even after national competition, even after my wedding, even after all that stuff. By this summer, I'm going to be in my absolute best shape ever. And I'm going through mental challenges like the 75 day hard where, you know, I'm essentially doing a full list of things every single day. And I'm making sure that I'm staying on point because if I even mess up one of the things on one of the days, I just start the entire 75 days over and I'm 15 days in. So basically, and then, so I did that. And then also I hired a business coach. I said, you know what? I'm investing in myself and hell yeah, this is super scary and I'm kind of freaking out right now, but I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I, I have to invest in myself, right? Uh, we're investing in our house and we are making sure that, yeah, that gets uncomfortable too. Cause all of a sudden you leave, see this large chunk of money, just straight up, leave your savings account. And you're like, Oh, hold my hand. And like there in the markets and all these things, like we're uncomfortable. Like Tony and I, we are uncomfortable. We're going for the best things in this life, but don't hold yourself back whenever you're just settling for good. If you are in a comfort zone, if you're in a comfort weight and you're thinking to yourself, I'm good, like I'm okay, you know, get out. You are an ambitious woman who goes and gets what she wants. Quit settling for good and go for freaking great. What is great to you? I think that's another piece is, you know, define great, define great, outline it, and then go straight back to number one and just simply say like, how can I get there? How can I make clear goals? How can I not self-sabotage my way? How can I not procrastinate? How can I get from here to there? Let's go for freaking great, girl. Like me and you, we, we are meant for some really amazing things in this life, whether it's for our job, our fitness journey, our relationships, our income, like we are meant for even our family life. We are meant for incredible things. So, I mean, get out of that comfort zone. 
like me and you right now, I know I'm ranting on this one, but like, it's so important. And I had this slap in my own face, even just a couple of weeks ago, because I even was like, man, yeah, like things are, again, I've already found some good momentum. I'm already feeling, I've moved the volume notches from level two to level six. Like I feel good. Hell no. I'm going for freaking level 10. If you're going for level 10 too, you guys message me on Instagram. I'm Michelle underscore stallings fit and say, I'm going to level 10. Screw it. We're going to level 100. Like me and you, we're going to level 100. Just message me level 100. Just letting me know that you are 100% going from good to great. That's one way that you're also holding yourself back, right? So we're going for great. Number four is comparisonitis. Comparisonitis. It's literally we are comparing our journeys against other people's and especially other women, right? But here's the thing is that I 100% feel you. I understand comparisonitis more than anyone. I have a twin sister and it's just me and her. Her name is Alex. She's amazing. She's beautiful. She's she's a, a mom and she's a graphic designer. Oh my gosh, she took all of the art, 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 like fancy, like artistic background stuff from the womb between the two of us. Cause I can barely draw a stick figure you guys. So like, she is just a freaking awesome human being that has all the creativity, but in general guys, like it was just, it was just my sister and I, it was just us growing up. And so everybody would of course say, Oh my gosh, you have a twin. What does she look like? What does she sound like? Cause I mean, it's really great. It's like Mary Kate and Ashley. It's like, it's so fun knowing that somebody has a twin. However, when you're a twin, especially two girl twins, you're directly compared against each other from the day you are born. And so I have dealt with that for my 30 years, almost 31 years of life of just having that comparisonitis. Thankfully, it was definitely reduced whenever her and I went off to college and we went to our own schools, became more of our own people. And, you know, now she lives in Austin and I live in Dallas and it's just, you know, really good, but we're closer more than ever. But growing up, having that comparison was just really tough. And you're constantly comparing yourself to somebody that even looks like you and sounds like you. Better yet, like all of a sudden now we have social media and social media just like it kills us when it comes to comparisonitis, right? It's just crazy. The fact that we literally are seeing somebody that, you know, they're where we want to be. They have the dream body, the dream husband, the dream income. And we're then comparing to ourselves who are still in our chapter one and when they're in chapter a thousand. That's not fair. We need to continue to shift our minds because comparisonitis is definitely holding us back. And we need to shift our mind. We need to shift our mind to be able to say that girl is proof, is proof that I can do exactly what she has done in my own way. I can have my dream relationship. I can make my dream income. I can, I can get my dream job. I can work as an entrepreneur and work remote and do all these things. I can have my dream physique. I can be the, the gym girl. I can be the gym girl. That's one of, one of my clients had said, Hannah, the other day, she said, I am actually that gym girl now. And I feel incredible. I'm like, heck yeah, you are girl. We're embodying what we want to become. But guys, we can't use comparison as a sense of jealousy or I wish I had her life. We have to use it as a, she is proof that I can do those things. She is proof. So comparisonitis, don't let it bog you down. Don't let it hold you back. Again, they are just proof. So use it that way and shift your mindset and root them on. Let We as women need to root each other on because all of us need to succeed. Nobody is us and that is our superpower. So who cares? Who cares if they have all these things? They're not you. They're not your life right? So comparisonitis. 
Number five, we need to stop caring what others think. I think this goes really well with the comparisonitis thing, but more so just like shifting more towards yourself. Who gives a crap what Susie Jane or Cheryl, what's her face? Or like, I mean, it doesn't matter what your Uncle Ted, you know, says about your business or your fitness journey or the fact that you're eating salad versus, you know, the biggest nachos, you know, nacho tower whenever you go out to eat as a family. Who cares what they think? You are in charge of your life. This is your dream, your life. It's your opinion that matters, not theirs, right? You are the one that's responsible for your goals. You are the one that's responsible for your life. You have a guarantee of being your bestie, your own bestie, and being with yourself 24-7, right? So who gives a crap what anybody else thinks? Who cares? These, this is all about you, about your journey, about your life. And this is going to be a really hard one because this is 100% holding us back. If somebody has said, Hey, you look fine. Like, don't worry about, you know, don't worry about that. You don't need to get fit. You don't need to lose weight. Like a, they're being nice. They're being nice and that's great, but that doesn't help you. And that also, if they're pushing you or telling you that you need to do something, you know, if you need to, you know, not lose weight or you need to not, not drink alcohol for a while, or, you know, you need to look at taking walks versus doing happy hours all the time. If they, if someone's giving you pushback, that's on them. That's showing their insecurities, right? So really just stay in your own lane. Focus on what you want. Focus on your goals. Focus on, you know, becoming the best version of yourself when it comes to your body, your income, your your work. It's your life. It's your life and it's your opinion that matters at the end of the day, not theirs. So number six is prioritization. So another way that we're holding ourselves back is prioritizing. Because guys, if something matters enough to you, You are going to make it happen. I am scheduling out time blocking on my Google calendar saying, hey, you are waking up at 4.30 a.m. every single day. You are then getting to the gym by 5.15 every morning. You are then leaving the gym by 6.30. You are then getting home in order to write content or be able to answer client DMs or be able to reach out and say, hey guys, how are you guys doing? Making breakfast for my family or you know, just like anything that we need to do prepping your meals in advance, or anything that you need to do, guess what? You're going to get it done. You're going to get it done. Like for instance, the hardest, one of the hardest parts of the 75 day hard for me is reading the physical 10 pages. I'm a podcast gal. I'm an audible gal. I know you are too, because you're listening to this podcast, physical reading. I talked to one of my other, my other clients the other day, And physical reading just makes me so tired. I don't know what it is, but I'm also, you know, I'm handling all the other things, but then I'm leaving the 10 pages right before I go to sleep, which obviously you guys know I'm a baby grandma. Like I'm already tired at freaking eight. You know what I mean? So I'm not even reading my pages until 830. Guys, it's so hard. It's taking double the time because I'm so exhausted. So a shift that I'm doing or or prioritizing is these 10 pages of reading. So whenever I get home, after I eat breakfast, feed the fam bam, like everybody's all set and good to go. Then what I do is I go ahead and read the pages either 
in the morning or at lunchtime. That way I can just knock it out. It has helped me so much because I'm prioritizing it. I'm making sure that I'm getting it done. Also, if you have things on your list that shouldn't be on there, then take them off. Because we literally, like if you are able to have, you know, your spouse be able to clean the dishes or do the laundry for you, or you have your kids take out the trash for you. If there's anything that you can outsource, that way you can make things a bigger priority in terms of going to go work out or just having some straight you time, like whatever you want to do, whatever you prioritize is the thing that you want most. Whatever you focus on grows. Therefore, you are wanting the best body and you're wanting to focus on the workouts and your health. Well, you better prioritize time for it because you're showing whatever you give attention to expands and it grows. So prioritization, that's one way that you're holding yourself back is you're not prioritizing the things that you truly want. And if you're not prioritizing the things that you truly want to do, you don't want them. You don't want it. You don't want it bad enough. If you want it bad enough, you're going to prioritize it. It's going to be at the top of your list. It could even be three things to move the needle per day to to working towards your goals. When you knock out those three things, put a big fat W on your piece of paper, on your agenda. I have a day designer and I just do a big fat W or all these check marks because it just gives me a little dopamine hits and I love it. Okay. So number seven, so shifting to number seven is the things that are holding you back are knowledge barriers. You don't know what you don't know. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I think you know where I'm going with it. And it's because it's similar to what I talked about six months ago, right? Where I was at a really good place when it came to my fitness journey. I was in a really good place when it came to my business. I was in a good place with my relationships, all of these things, right? And I was in that good comfort zone, right? And the thing is, is that now I'm trying to get go from good to go to great. And there's a knowledge barrier. I don't know what I don't know. Therefore, I hired my business coach. I said, hey, I need help with this. I need more systems. I need more. I, I need to make my life 10 times easier because I know I'm spending 40 hours on things that should be taking me three hours. I don't like to drop the ball on anything. I'm, I'm an overachiever, as you guys know, but I know that there are better systems from people who have done or are where I want to be and they can teach me everything the way I don't go through through the same mistakes they do, right? Or they're able to then give me a guide. That's what I do for all of my clients. I literally say, hey, I'm going to give you in 16 weeks, I'm going to give you the keys to the car. That way you don't make the same mistakes I made within my past five to seven years. I give you five to seven years of knowledge and cram it into four months. That way you can be successful and then be able to launch into your own health and fitness journey, feeling your best, looking your best, all of that good stuff. There's a knowledge barrier. We have to get help from people, right? Or we we even look up on Google University. We research YouTube. We research, we deep dive into how can we, you know, improve in terms of our meal prep? What healthy meals can we make? Or, you know, how can I start a business or how can I start a podcast? Like, how can we get through these different things, right? And it's just so important that we are actually asking ourselves, like, who can help me with this? Who can help me grow, right? And so this is another reason why I wanted to really, I knew I was a disciplined person, but I was like, man, I want to take my discipline to a whole new level. Boom. 75 day hard, day 15. And I'm just like, I've almost quit twice, everybody. I have almost quit two times. And Tony literally is looking at me at the end of the day when I'm like, oh, 
I haven't done this thing yet. And he's like, I mean, you better do it or else you're going to have to start over and you're not a quitter. And I was like, oh, crap. He said the words, you're not a quitter. You're right. I'm not a quitter. I'm a grandma and I'm tired, but I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? So 75 Day Hard has been a great knowledge barrier, even teaching myself. It's just one additional additional system or thing to be able to help me catapult into where I want to be able to go, which is, of course, going back to going from good to great. So I am no longer holding myself back. Training wheels are off, you guys. You and I, we are going full force on our bike. We're taking off those wheels and we are just going for what is ours. We're going for our dream body. We are going for our dream income. We're going for our dream position, our family life, all of those things. And we've got this. Stop holding yourself back. Get out of your own dang way. These things, we all need to keep this in mind because we are self-sabotaging ourselves and holding ourselves back from what is meant to be for us, what is meant six months from now, a year from now. Imagine if you were to go ahead and click play and just throw the dial up, volume 100, like we talked about, Close your eyes, unless you're driving, close your eyes and just imagine if I was to take action, massive action today, and no longer hold myself back, where would I be six months from now? Imagine that real quick. And then where would you be a year from now? Five years from now? That girl a year or five years from now, holy crap, I cannot wait to meet her. I bet you can't wait to meet her too. Girl... I hope that this episode was helpful. I 100% know that you can do anything that you put your mind to, especially when you have a solid plan in place and you stick to it. No procrastination, no comparisonitis. We're rooting for each other. I'm rooting for you and you go get what's yours, girl. I love you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will catch you in the next episode. See you later. Hey there, hope you love the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. And I also just want to tell you, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Love you guys so much and catch it in the next episode.